All right. Um, welcome to another episode of Stamachi Underground Beginner Season 1, Episode Number 2. Two. Right. Me. How's it going? It's good, man. It's good. Uh, I, uh, been a hectic last few weeks, but you know, uh, things are good. Things are looking pretty bright. So I'm, I'm excited for what the future holds, and I am even more excited for this lesson. Dude, this podcast is gonna be a good one. Cause like, look, we've already evolved. Check out this cool. Oh, I'm pointing the wrong way. This logo. <laughs> yeah. Boy, nah. I'm excited about how things are looking. You know, now that we're um doing this podcast maybe we should tell everyone real quick a fun like casual way to ask how you're doing in japanese like the expression i like okay. to use a lot is just it's one word and it's genki genki yeah tark do you remember what genki means it means well right or, like, yeah. or health health it means health yeah like healthy well fine all those things so like in japan um you don't typically go around asking people like how are you how are you you're actually asking are you well and you can leave out the R and the U, and you're just like, hey, well? <laughs> and then the answer, you actually say the same thing back if you're well. You're like, mm, genki. Genki. Genki ni So let's, like, go ahead and, um, like, show everyone how to say that one more time. Like, you see someone, and you're like, hey, how are you? How would that go, Tark? Genki. And I'd be like, uh, which is like saying, yep. Uh, genki. Uh. All right, cool. So we're going to do that now um, in future episodes without explaining it. So watch out for it, okay? Real quick, too. Speaking of which, this podcast is created and designed for you to be able to go back and review things. So if you feel as though that you missed something, feel free to rewind. You know, you got to learn at your own pace. And uh, yeah, repetition's huge. And like, if you don't hear this stuff a bunch of times, and if you don't try saying it yourself, you're not going to remember it. So definitely go back, listen to it multiple times until it really sinks in. So a part of the reason why I actually wanted to start this podcast with Jay Sensei is because every day on my walks while I walk my dog six to eight miles, I put on an audio Japanese lesson. And the lessons generally, yeah, they're good, but they're not exactly fun. So... With this, we want to make it fun and something that you can listen to on the go, or if you're at home, you can watch it with the visuals. So <laughs> Yeah, there is a video version of all this where you can like, see our faces and the slides and stuff. And yeah, definitely give that like a check if you like, want to see all that stuff. If not, you can just listen and follow along, whatever works for yeah. you and your schedule. So with that being said, let's hop into Season 1, Episode 2 of... Fundamental Mechanics of Japanese. Yeah. All right. So today's lesson is all about food, drink, how to say this, that, that over there in which. You're going to be able to say this kind of stuff by the end of the lesson. Hey, what is this? This is a highball. We're going to explain what a highball is in just a little bit. And I can't wait. Yeah, we're also going to learn how to ask questions. Japanese. And then we have our naughty word of the day. Tark, what's our naughty word? Fuzakiruna. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. We're going to talk about what fuzakiruna means. And let's just dive straight into it. So today's lesson's all based on the following conversation. We got Mike. We got Kenji. These are two people who are at a Japanese restaurant eating some food. 
Mike, or as we would call him in this lesson, Mike is studying in Japanese and he's asking Kenji about the stuff on the table. So let's go ahead and we'll have Tarek read Mike's lines and I'll take over Kenji's lines. Kenji, kore wa nani? Kore wa omizu da yo? Okay. Ja, sore wa nani? Kore wa haibol. Haibol wa o sake desu ka? Oldane. So. <laughs> I love how you bring like the samurai spirit to like Mike. <laughs> like Mike is gonna kick my ass for sure. <laughs> I love it. Mike, Mike, Mike is very suspicious of everything. He's been attacked at every front. So See, that's why you know. he's that's why he's asking like what everything is. He's like, are you sure this isn't poison? <laughs> exactly. Son of a bitch, exactly. if this is poison, I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> he's a high profile Ronin. <laughs> All right, let's do it again. This time we'll take it a little bit slower so you can really like hear the every word and practice like saying it along with us. Here we go. Kenji, kore wa nani? Kore wa omizu da yo. So ka. Ja. Sore wa nani? Kore wa Alright, nice. Let's go ahead and break this all down. Uh Mike says, Kenji, Korewa Nani and Tark, what does that mean? Kenji, what is this? Nice. Kenji then follows up and says, Korewa Omizu da yo. What does that mean? That's water. <laughs> That's water. Uh, Mike then says, So ka. Ja. Wa nani? Oh, okay. All right. What's that? Then Kenji answers and says, wa This is a highball. <laughs> Mike then asks, wa osake desu ka? Is highball an alcohol? To which Kenji responds, hell yeah. He's like, hold on, yeah. <laughs> it sure is. Nice. You, right. you know what's kind of funny? What's funny? With the Japanese performance, there was a lot more machismo going on. And uh, the English one, Mikey sounds like a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> you know, like, I've had people tell me, though, that when I speak Japanese, I sound like I'm having a lot more fun. Oh, and, really? And that, I don't know. Maybe you feel the same way that, like, when you're speaking Japanese, it's just, like, more fun and enjoyable. It, like, feels, like, more like recreation. I feel as though that with the language, it allows you to be a different sort of person. Oh, you know? interesting. It's kind of like what they say when you go to Vegas and you can be whoever the hell you want to be. Uh, I kind of equate it to the same sort of spirit. You are adopting a new language, and with a new language comes different customs and different reactions. And things of that sort so it allows you to i guess kind of play with the way that you present yourself dude that's so funny you say that because when i was in america before i went to japan i was really uptight probably too serious then i went to japan and got a tattoo oh my gosh <gasps> oh damn <laughs> <No>. <laughs> kind of like to your point no one is there around you expecting you to be one way or another necessarily right like so you can kind of just be whoever you want to be in that new context exactly. and with that new language and 
it's a really cool experience, honestly. So if you haven't exactly. had the opportunity to, to travel and learn a new language, you're at the right place because we're going to do it here. There's a romance to being able to basically forget everything you know and just go to a new place and adopt it, new customs, things of that sort. But in order to do so, you have to allow yourself to make mistakes. Yeah, no, that's so true. You know, speaking of like making mistakes and stuff, you'll see this like vocabulary list if you're watching like the podcast. Um, we're going to go over this too in a second, but there are so many different words, like food words and stuff that I, I've messed up in Japan, speaking with Japanese people. And, you know, instead of people getting frustrated with me for not understanding, like I thought they would, do you know what happened, Tark? Tell me. They laughed. They just thought it was like funny. And like, then yeah, they tried yeah. to understand what I was saying. They find it endearing. If anything, like you're going to win points with people most of the time. Right. And what I also kind of realized in the time I spent in Japan is that they also have curiosity for the English language. Yeah. So you could use it as kind of a game of linguistic ping pong. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's an excellent opportunity to like exchange stuff because it's true. Like, Almost every Japanese person learns English at some point in their life, and they're going to try to understand what you're trying to say. And so mm -hmm. you have to give yourself a little bit of patience because they're going to do the same too. It really isn't like other countries. I've heard horror stories of people learning other languages and going to the country and people being frustrated with them, but I've never had an experience like that in Japan. Right, right, right. Let's go to our naughty word of the day real quick, just so that way, whenever you are feeling like, oh. I keep making mistakes. I'll never get good at this language. I want yeah. you to just imagine Tarek right here coming up to you when you're like asleep in the middle of the night and he gets right next to your ear and he yells, Which means stop fucking around or stop messing around or just stop being a bitch because... You know, honestly, sometimes you just need someone to, like, remind you that it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, man. You know, and sometimes you need someone to tell you to stop fucking around. It has, like, obviously, like, the word fuck in it. But there really isn't the word fuck inside of this expression in the Japanese. If you really had to break it down literally, it means mm -hmm. messing around, don't do it. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, but in English, we have our own idioms. And yeah, you know, that's how it kind of translates. Yeah, like in, in this context, when you have like a negative command that uses not on the end, it's going to be in a very casual situation, usually with someone who's speaking very passionately. There are other ways to tell people to stop doing stuff that aren't like this um, abrasive, but this one's pretty abrasive, which is why we translate it that way. You know, in games like Yakuza and stuff like that, you'll always hear like not nah at the end of sentences and yeah telling like people that. to not do stuff would you say that there's like an authoritative tone to it oh absolutely yeah like you know you can add not after any like action word and then mm. it's like telling someone don't you dare do it and we're gonna learn about that stuff more in the future as well but here's like one example of that if you want to tell someone like don't leave you could say <laughs> deruna or like ikuna ikuna yeah don't go <laughs> And with that in mind, let's go ahead and continue on with our other vocabulary. Here we have the vocab for the day centered around drinks and eats. And uh, let's go ahead and look at the first one. We have the word drink, which is no mi mo no. No mi mo no. No mi mo no. Oh, we were in sync there. That was cool. Here's a specific drink. 
The mother of all drinks. Water. The essence of life. Omizu. 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 Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Jay Sensei, but is the O in the beginning of Omizu a polite attachment? Yeah, it's a polite prefix. Um, you'll notice that there are actually three words in today's list that use it. And in fact, the next word uses it. Um, it means alcohol. O-sa-ke. O-sa-ke. Yeah. Now, I, Park, I think a lot of our listeners like know the word osake. Mm -hmm. But I think that they have kind of a the wrong idea yeah, about what yeah. osake actually is. And, you know, this is like to no fault of their own. But uh, what we call like sake or sake <laughs> in America is rice wine, basically. And in Japan, rice wine is called nihonshu. Nihonshu. Yeah. Nihonshu. Nihonshu. Yeah. Like, here's another specific drink that's really popular in Japan. And it came up in our conversation earlier. Aiboru. Haiboru. Haiboru. And this like comes from the English word highball. But um, this is kind of like fake English. What this really is, is um, any type of liquor or spirits that gets mixed with um, like a soft drink. So the most popular one is ginger ale mixed with whiskey. But Coke and rum or Coke and whiskey also would be considered a highball. Yeah, Tark, have you ever had one of these in Japan? I believe so. Me, myself, I like my alcohol generally pretty neat. But I do remember the word haiboru being thrown around here and there in one of my drunken hazes from <laughs> the bartender ever so nefariously serving me these wonderful drinks. <laughs> in the conversation, it came up in this situation where Mike was asking, Sore wa nani? And then Kenji answers and says, Sore wa haiboru. Telling him that he has a highball. There are some interesting drinks in Japan that you can order that also include tea. Like oolong tea is a really popular thing to mix in with alcohol. But if you're done drinking for the night and you just want a green tea, what would that word be? Ocha. Yeah, that's correct. O O Cha. Cool. Yeah. So the next word. Uh, what's the next word, Jay Sensei? So we just wrapped up our drinks. Now we're on our eats. And our first word is just that, the word for food. Habemono. 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 Yeah. Habemono. Japan has my favorite food. Um, and one of my favorite um, Japanese foods is actually our next word. Yakitori. Ya. Ki. Yakitori. Yeah, yakitori is grilled skewered chicken, barbecue chicken. Um, and you can buy these at restaurants, but they also have these cool um, stands on the street and at festivals where you can buy them and have like a beer with it. Um, Tark, what's our word for beer in Japanese? I know it's not in the list, but we'll just include it. Biru. Yeah, it's just that. Biru. Yeah, that E vowel kind of goes long. Um, if you say it short, it actually ends up being a different word, meaning building. So yeah, make sure to say it long. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Also, if you say it short, it might end up like meaning like someone named Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill's gonna get you drunk. I don't want you hanging around him. <laughs> don't hang out with Bill because he always gives you bead. Next, we have a different word: fruit. Fudamono. Ku. Da. Mo. No. Fudamono. Fudamono. Then we have our word in Japanese for bread, which comes from Spanish, Portuguese. Go ahead and hear it. Pam. Pa. Mm. Pam. Yeah. Um, finally, we have Mark's word of the day. Yeah, this is my favorite. Every time, actually, uh, after this, I'm going to go get some ramen, and I'm going to get this. Uh, very special delicacy. Uh, <laughs> whenever I walk into the ramen shop, they know exactly what I'm going to order. And first thing that I order is this word. Akoyaki. Ta. Ko. Ya. Ki. Akoyaki. Listeners, did you notice how like yakitori and takoyaki both have this like yaki part in it? But they're far from yucky. <laughs> True. They're not yucky. They're fried. They are um, grilled. Like the word yaku, which gives us the word yaki, means like to fry or to grill. And so yakitori literally means grilled chicken. And then takoyaki is octopus grilled. <laughs> oh. I did not know that. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. Taco is an octopus. You see, guys, I'm learning alongside with y'all. So, you know, this is why this podcast is so cool. <laughs> so it, I know that this delicacy is very prevalent in the streets of Osaka. Oh, yeah. um, this is Osaka comfort food. Mm-hmm. You, will, you will be wandering the streets of Osaka blitzed out of your mind right <laughs> and you will have these street vendors just call you over right and they will offer you in my experience sometimes for free these octopus balls right but here's the catch so this one time i walk into my favorite bar in osaka and there is a takoyaki vendor right outside of it he's not always there but today he was or that night and i go in and the bartender, Han, he, the first thing that he does is he says, eat this in Japanese. And he just stuffs the takoyaki in my mouth. And it was <laughs> scalding hot. It was so fucking hot. But the thing is, is that it's kind of like, I wouldn't say a drinking game, but it's kind of like a bar prank that they, that they play on, I guess, some of their customers. I would imagine specifically the gaijin coming into town. <laughs> And, a foreigner. Uh, yeah, and you you don't want to be that little bitch that fits out the takoyaki because it is so fucking hot. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta burn your tongue a little bit, swallow your pride alongside with that oishi ass takoyaki, and you're good to go. And that that's respect in their book. Yeah, like and um it's basically octopus that like it's put in like this batter. And the way they fry it is so cool. Like they have um, this special kind of like frying plate that has a bunch of like half circles in it. And you put the batter and the octopus inside of it. 
And as it starts to harden, then they start to spin it. And it ends up becoming like this perfect like sphere shape. And My mouth is watering right now. <laughs> and then Thanks. they put this takoyaki sauce on. Oh. Anyways, we'll talk Ooh. about all that stuff later. But yeah, like takoyaki. So um, let's apply like what we've learned about this vocabulary with some of the sentence structures that we learned and saw in the quest, uh, the conversation. Okay. Okay, right. sounds good. What do we got here at the top of the screen? Well, we have the words like this, that, that over there, and which, which in Japanese are? Kore, pronounced kore. Sore, pronounced so re are pronounced a re and dore pronounced do re so that's kore dore are and dore and it looks like they all have somewhat of a similar pattern going on for them yeah they all have re on the end um mm. these are Demonstrative pronouns, which if that means nothing to you, think of it like this. Literally, this, the word this. <laughs> um, kore is this. Sore is that. That's... Now, are is also that. <gasps> Two words for that. All right. Okay, so Tark, one of these words for that refers to things that are really friggin' far away from both the person who's speaking and the person who's listening, which one? I'm going to go with Are for $500, Jay-sensei. And you get those $500! Go ahead. Yeah, Are is used when you're talking about something, and it's way the hell far away from you and the person you're talking to. And so if you want to say, that is a car in Japanese, it would go like this. Are wa kuruma this. Or in casual Japanese? Are wa kuruma de. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that, that's what happens when uh, you see a transformer transform back into a car. <laughs> was that a good transformer sound? <laughs> that, was, that was a fantastic sound effect. Oh, 10 out of 10. Yay. Jew out of Jew. Jew out of Jew. Then we have sore, which also means that, but this is referring to anything that's nearby your listener. So, Tarek, I have, um, like, this, like, old-ass phone behind me. Mm -hmm. If Tarek wanted to say, like, what's this, he would say, <laughs> And then I would say, this is a phone like this. And I would imagine, is the word for phone. Oh, 500 more dollars. He's on a roll. Dude, the charity of my pockets is going to be real happy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so here's our first uh, example that uses polite Japanese um, and means, what is this? That is bread. Go ahead, Tark. That translates to, what is, what this? is this? Got. That is bread. Nice. Our next example is in casual Japanese. You'll notice that the des 
replaced by dogs. And <gasps> when we ask questions, we don't even use the des or the ka. <gasps> okay, go ahead, take it away with the casual it, Japanese. Des gets desecrated. <laughs> like my wordplay. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> don't edit it out, leave it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Sorewa. Takoyaki? Is that takoyaki? Kore. In. So they This? Yep. Sure is. Nice. Sorewa takoyaki? Kore? Mm. So All right. Now, our third example also uses casual Japanese. Um, I'll go ahead and break this one down. We have. Arewa nani? What is that over there? Arewa. Ide. That's alcohol. Osake wa oishii? Is alcohol yummy? Atarimae <laughs> daro? Of course it is. Dingus? <laughs> Dingus? Atarimae daro? Kono bakero. All right, so here's the scene. You're an alcoholic on, on the outs with the waifu because she has a problem with your alcoholism. You walk into a bar because that is just your natural fight or flight response. And you go to the bar and there are two glasses. One is vodka. And one is water. Ooh. So. What would we say, J-sensei? Well, uh, I, the bartender, would come up and be like, Haha, it's time for a quiz. <laughs> Omizu wa dore desu ka? Omizu, sore desu yo. Nice. And what does that all mean, Tark? The water is which? And the response would be, the water, it's, it's that. Yeah. So, um, and that shows us the word dore, which, unlike kore, sore, and are, is a question word, meaning which. So, we had kore, this. Sore, that, close to the listener. Are, that, far from the speaker and the listener. And then finally, dore, which means which. Now, we've just seen a bunch of questions in Japanese, but let's now like actually break down how to make questions in Japanese. Um, Japanese is really cool. They use particles that we talked about last time, and some of those come at the end of a sentence, and they work very similarly to certain punctuation marks that we're um, already used to in English. But it's like verbal punctuation marks. Hmm. So... When you want to make a question in Japanese, you can take any statement, right? So, like, for example, watashi wa J desu. And then you can just put ka on the end and say, watashi wa J desu ka. Originally, we had I am J, which is watashi wa J desu. But by adding ka and putting it on the end, I'm all of a sudden having this identity crisis where I'm like, <laughs> am I J? Watashi wa J desu ka? <laughs> and it can be, you know, a really scary situation. But hey, at least you can ask questions in Japanese, right, Tark? Oh, absolutely. And uh, you're totally allowed to have identity crisis, crises when you're speaking in Japanese as well. So, you, you know, know, that's a great thing about Japanese. They don't have plural, so we don't have to worry about crisis and crises. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a good lesson right there. Yeah, I can't wait to teach it. It's going to be good. <laughs> but let's talk about the casual version of asking questions. Okay. Yeah. Do that. So what's the so, difference? So Japanese has a verbal question mark, which is ka. Use it at the end of a sentence. Usually polite sentence. 
Mm-hmm. But in casual Japanese, you don't have to use a ka. Yeah. And and after question words, it's more so a rising intonation. Yeah. Like we kind of do this in English, right? Where it's like, am I J? Um, and we have that rising <laughs> intonation that makes it obvious we're asking a question. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so we could take the sentence, the polite sentence, kore wa nan desu ka? And then make it casual by taking off the ka. Then we actually have to change nan to nani. More on that later. But that gives us kore wa nani? Kore wa nani? Yeah. What is this? Now, please, like when you're like traveling, point to things and ask this question all the time. Mm. Like when you don't know what something is, go to that Japanese person who's nearby and be like, or if it's far away, close to the listener, you could say, or if you want to be polite and talk about something that's far away from both of you, you could say, next we have, means which one is the tea? And if you really wanted to like make this then polite, you would just throw at the end. of it. But what about if we have like nouns and stuff like that and we want to keep with the casual Japanese? So after nouns, and things of that sort, you can add nano to ask a question. Yeah. So can you give us an example, Jay-sensei? Yeah, you know, uh, we have another one here that's using the tea example. So um, if I wanted to ask, is that tea in casual Japanese? It would go like this. Kore wa ocha na no? So that's na no, correct? Yeah, yeah. do you want to go ahead and... Like, give that one a try, too. Sore wa ocha na no? Sore wa ocha na no? Good. This next sentence, or rather, this next question means, are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> Can I say it? Take it away. Demete baka na no? Not bad, not bad. Demete baka na no? Yeah. Hey. What did teme mean again? This was our naughty word of the day last time. It it's just this very derogatory. Yeah. Yep. You bastard. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. we have baka here, which means idiot. Yeah. Yep. You'll hear that a lot in anime as well. Baka. Baka. It, it probably should have been added to our naughty word of the day list, but then it would have been a naughty words of the day, which I guess that's yeah. not a problem. Yeah, but, you know, you can't have them overdose on naughty words. Yeah. Well, I think that brings us now to our review. Today, we learned about food and drink. We got our first list of vocabulary words with that. Along with that, we went over how to say this, that, that over there, and which. We learned about the particle ka and how to ask questions in Japanese. And we also learned about who's that kid now, which means <laughs> fucking quit it. <laughs> All right. So, Tark, what do we got coming up next time? So, the next lesson we have this noun, that noun, which noun. Then we have more food and drink vocabulary because we know y'all love to imbibe. And then we have sentence ending particles such as ne, yo, and ze. 
Yeah, so definitely stick around. And if you thought that this podcast and this lesson was helpful, tell us about it. Like, comment and tell us what was cool. Tell us what you'd like to learn more about. And if you felt like this was helpful, definitely leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you use. How do you say five stars in Japanese, Jay-sensei? Five stars would be itsuboshi. I guess you could also you... say faibusta, but don't say that one. It's Faibusta. Can you do a slow pronunciation for that for me, please? Yeah. Itsuboshi. Itsuboshi. So if I were to ask for the viewers or the listeners to give me five stars, I would say Itsutsuboshi onegaishimasu. Yeah. You can also say kohyoka onegaishimasu. Like, if you want them to push, like, a like button, you can say, Kohyoka no botta no onegaishimasu. Kohyoka. Which literally means, like, favorable rating. Kohyoka no botta no oshite kudasai ne. I'm not going to pretend I know what that means. But <laughs> on that note, can we get a mata kondo? Soda ne. Minasan, kyo kite kudasate arigatou gozaimasu. Mata kondo, oishimashou. Mata ne. Mata kondo. Hey. I'm now showing like the endings. <laughs> Dope. Tamachi Underground, the casual Japanese podcast. Give us all your hoshis.